0: I'm one of your hosts, Adam, and with me on the interwebs is Scotty Moe. How are you
1: doing, Scott? Well, I'm here. I'm here, Adam. Uh, I was hoping, I was very much hoping to be back in person because my sound quality. I always like it when we do it in person better yeah, me too. than that when I'm. Fun. Then I, yeah, when I'm coming over the interwebs, as you put it, I don't. I don't like it as much. So. I was hoping to be back this week, but unfortunately, I have some news for the listeners. Yours truly, I have tested positive for tested. the COVID. Oh, I thought you were going to say AIDS at first. Okay. Not, no, no, no. no. Not AIDS. For the COVID. I remember I, remember I wasn't feeling too great, and yeah. so we got tested. Yes, I, I am positive. So...
0: And for those of you asking the question, no... Your other uh, host of the show does not have COVID. I've been tested, and I got a rapid test, and then I got a long-term test. So I got tested twice, and both tests came back negative. So I am officially immune to the COVID. I, ah, I, I good for you. Like the
1: zombie virus, I have an immunity to it. It doesn't matter. Well, I will say I am in my second week of quarantine right now. Um, I'm much better than I was. Uh, I hate to say this. Because I don't want those idiots who don't believe that this virus is a thing saying, like, oh, I told you so. But right now, I just feel like I have a cold. Yeah. But a couple days ago, a week maybe now, I had a 24-hour period, man. It was rough. I was, I had trouble breathing. I felt like I could never, like, catch a deep breath. That seems it was very, like, uh, characteristic of the virus. The way people yeah. describe it. Yeah, it was weird. And I was shitting my brains out. <laughs> like that's something I didn't I didn't really know. I I thought this was like a respiratory virus. That's what people told me. Not anymore. No, it's like everything. Like it goes after your smell, it goes after your taste. It goes, it after, goes after your after... brain, it goes after your lungs, your heart, your Shit, toes. Man. It's, it's no joke. Your balls, everything. So I'm I'm better for the most part. But I could totally see how an older person or someone who's not as healthy could succumb to this. Like, it's it's no joke. It's serious fucking business.
0: Uh, Yeah, kind of. I mean, er, before I got my send out test results uh, this past week, I kind of had like a bit of a sore throat. And I mm-hmm. thought like, oh, boy, I have a sore throat. Maybe that means it's COVID, too. Maybe I do have the Rona and I'm just kind of waiting for the positive test results um i will say this i have been drinking vodka and rum every night for the past week and a half so maybe that has something to do with it i don't know
1: nah can't be that no of course not <coughs> but uh yes thanks for all the well wishes from everyone i'm i'm doing okay so no need to worry and i'm here i'm reporting for duty oh yeah and do not miss i'm not the show. gonna miss nope not missing the show i don't care if it's a global pandemic i'm here Hopefully, my sound quality will be okay. Um, but hey, you know, listening to your sexy voice makes me feel better. Oh, yeah. The sexy Adam <laughs> here is ready to yeah. go. Yeah. You got a radio voice. Let me say that. I, yeah, I
0: have the face for radio, too. So the let's face, say that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Oh,
1: good. So, hey. How you doing? How You're okay. Yeah, I'm okay.
0: I've, like I said, past week and a half, I've done nothing but play assassin's creed and drink rum and vodka so that's been every night of my life yeah uh, you're
1: you're in you're in between semesters so we don't need to have adam talks about school nope which is which is always good that's that's a good sweet spot for you to be
0: yeah so i've been i don't really have like i've done nothing to talk about basically i mean it's it's we live in 2020. Who's really done anything to talk about? But I've done nothing to talk about. I do kind of want to bring up two things, though, real quick. Um, and no, these are not politics. I mean, technically, they are politics. It's not going to be a political discussion. Um, I think it's going to be more what you fun doing? than anything else. I what are you doing to me, man? Look, Listen, just listen. okay? I think you're going to get a good laugh about this. Or, you know, whatever. Um, first thing I want to talk about, did you see the video of the Arizona governor who uh, hit the fuck you button on Trump's phone call?
1: I did. I did yeah, see that. That
0: is amazing that that happened on national television.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's a uh, a Republican governor of Arizona who is a self proclaimed Trump supporter, and he had his his ringtone for when Trump would call him to ring "Hail to the Chief." Yeah. So he he did that on purpose so he would make sure that he never missed the POTUS calling him. Which is, and, you know, that's, uh,
0: that's, that's smart. You know, you don't want to make sure. sure as a governor, you can make sure you get the president's phone
1: call. Yeah, that's so, so what the governor was doing, he had to sign and certify the elections results of the last election. The Secretary of State of Arizona had approved all the results. It went to his desk, and the governor has to sign to legalize the election. And... He's sitting there, and all the cameras happen to be on the governor at the time, and his phone rings in his breast pocket of, <laughs> of his suit,
0: <laughs> and it was hail to the
1: chief, and, and that means
0: Trump was the one calling him while he's on TV signing the papers.
1: Yes, and
0: <laughs> as no as one if knows his phone
1: that... call's is going to stop him from doing it. And what Trump had been trying to do, he was contacting these states that were. Very close, uh, like Georgia and Arizo- Arizona, the ones that uh, he lost, but have Republican control. And he was trying to con- contact the governors and the secretary of states that supported him and say, hey, don't certify these election results. Well, that goes against the Constitution. It's illegal. They can't do that and that's what people are speculating that trump was calling the governor of arizona to say he was going to say hey don't certify the election results but he didn't get a chance to because he didn't get a chance to because he
0: pulls the phone out of his pocket while the ringtone is going off takes a look at it and just hits the boop the red button
1: he silences (laughs) the phone sets it back down and in one swift motion Signs the election results. He signed that like Zelensky
0: and Tommy Boy just just going off.
1: Nice reference. I know, right? That
0: that came to my head, and I was like, I don't care if anybody gets it. I'm going to say it anyway. All right. Well, um,
1: yeah, that was hilarious. I I got a kick out of it. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Like that's one story I want to bring up. Did you see the other story though that people are going nuts for? The um when the Trump campaign had to like they were basically in court. I believe they were in Michigan and they were contesting the voting that things going on in Detroit. Like all the the thing that they've been doing the entire time. And Rudy Giuliani decided to bring a star witness to this hearing. Did you see this story?
1: No, I've been I've been kind of burned out on the whole political thing. Yes, I know me of all people. Ever since the election and everything, it's over. It's done with. I haven't been watching the news too much. I've been not caring. So I did see the Arizona governor that you're talking about, but I did not see this. this so you'll have to inform me.
0: is something, Scott, that you need to see. <laughs> this is that funny side of politics that makes you go, are we living like in a sitcom uh, basically, this woman named Melissa Carone, who was working at the polling center in Detroit, Michigan, um, testified that she was witnessing, that she witnessed voter fraud in Detroit. Okay. Um, but th- it, it's not the story itself, her witnessing voting fraud, that makes a golden gem. It is who she is, how she acted, and what she looks like. So, for you and the listeners, I want you to just picture... When I say, I want you to picture generic Karen. Okay. A generic Karen. Just picture what you think if I said Karen in your head. That's who I'm well, that- fucking talking about right there.
1: Well, that's easy.
0: Um, basically, she's a woman who, if you look at her, she's got big red lipstick. Um, she's got some, uh, some plastic... Uh, Almost oval, kind of like rectangular, uh, kind of glasses, and blonde hair, kind of put up in a huge messy bun in her back, and she talks very snarky. Is um, she a baby boomer? I don't know how old she is. She def she she's not like old. She's got to be solidly in her forties, I would say. Oh, okay, I so would so say she's like a, she's like a Gen X then. Kind of yeah, I would say that. Um, okay, she was let me put it to you this way her during her testimony rudy giuliani had to lean over and kind of like tap at her be like sweetheart shut up just just stop talking right now like she was talking about voter fraud and she was talking about how uh, basically like um you know like like basically one of the one of the things was like that there was like people that were not or dead people that voted you've heard that story or people like that weren't registered to vote and they're actually voted or some such bullshit. And at one point, the judge asked her like, um "Like, I mean, were they off by like basically like was the voting's off by like a, like thirty thousand or something like that?" I mean, I'm not seeing it. Like, I'm not seeing the proof that there's more than like thirty thousand people that are voted for. I'm not, I'm not even seeing that proof. And she's like, uh, "Excuse me, honor," that's basically saying like it's over a hundred thousand. She's like, her guess would be there's over a hundred thousand. Like votes that need to be cat like cast out. Um, she said, "quote I know what I saw, and I signed something saying if I'm wrong, I can go to prison." Did you? That snarky tone—that is how she talked the entire time. It. I can't believe you haven't
1: seen this. No, no, I have not seen it. This is it. Did you?
0: Do you even know the answer to that?
1: No, no, I guess it's. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this here.
0: Zero. There's zero. Did you did you did you hear that? Yes. That's what she sounds like. Like, how many registered voters were there? Huh? huh? Zero. Zero. That's how many registered voters. Like, she is that quintessential Karen that is like, I know what I'm talking about. I I know exactly what I'm talking about. And you're gonna listen to me because I'm right. She is imagine basically anybody who's ever worked in a restaurant. You you know what I'm talking about. You worked in customer service, you know these kind of women. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's That's who they, the Trump uh, called to do their star witness for Detroit, Michigan when it came to voter fraud. And like I said, at a certain point when she was like making all these snarky comments, Rudy Giuliani himself had to lean over and kind of like tap at her, like tap next to her because he couldn't reach her and was basically like trying to tell her to shut up, essentially. Like when Rudy Giuliani tells you to shut up, then you know you got some problems.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's pretty intense. I'm going to have to check this video out. Um, Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's over, man. It's done with. The Trump lost. They're they're desperate. They're they're trying anything they can, but they're all... It's just putting up a Hail Mary, man. It's not... Nothing's gonna change how the election turned out. And... The worst part is I, I deal with I talk to people on social media that are hardcore Trump supporters that still believe with no evidence, no proof that Joe Biden, President elect Biden cheated. Like and there's nothing you can say to change the minds of these people. And that's okay. That's okay. It's going to be a tough four years for them. But they'll get over it. They'll I get mean, over they're it.
0: already coming at Joe Biden because he slipped uh, in his house playing with his dog apparently and fucked up his foot. So yeah, he broke
1: his he broke his foot.
0: Yeah, he 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 came out the shower, dick dangling, trying to chase his dog. So
1: yeah, I mean, he did.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> dick dangling, Balls Pres- swinging in the wind. That's President Elect, Dick dangling <laughs> to you. <laughs> Uh, been, good shit
0: so since you've been sick how have you been watching anything interesting
1: oh man i've been i've been watching a bunch um so i've been really really into hbo uh because i had uh, hbo go in the past and i think i might have talked about this on the show before i, I don't know correct me if i have but in the past hbo had hbo go and hbo now yeah, HBO, HBO Go well. yeah it is HBO Go was if you subscribed to the HBO channels on your cable then they gave you like a login and password that you could watch HBO Go on the go hence the name um, and then HBO Now was pretty much the same thing except you didn't subscribe to it with your cable provider yeah. you just signed up and paid a different price just to get the login and username and stuff. Yeah. So they they had both of those. Well then HBO decides. That's stupid to have HBO Go. And HBO Now. So they combined them together. Into one and called it HBO Max. Um, but when they did that. I had a problem. Because my smart TV. At my house uses Roku. And the HBO Max. App at the time, was not supported for Roku. And I was really bummed out. So I did not have HBO for several months. Well, just recently, HBO did a thing where they released, and it's just an HBO app. It's different than Max, but it's for Roku. And they say eventually the HBO Max app will work for Roku, but they're ironing out the bugs and coming up with the deals. I don't know what the problem is, but... So they came up with this HBO app for Roku and I just got it and I have HBO back basically. And it's a little bit different than Max. It doesn't have everything that Max has, which is disappointing, but there's still a lot of good yeah. things on there that I've been watching. And um, one of the shows that was new to HBO Max that I was really excited about was the show Lovecraft Country. Oh, uh, I got to watch that still. Yes. And... Um, it, it, it's a uh, Jordan Peel and JJ Abrams and it, it's very, very entertaining, but it wasn't released to the HBO app on Roku right away. And I was like, oh, they must only come into Max. I must not be able to watch this. Well, the first season finally ended. It was one of those ones where each week a new episode comes out. Yeah and now the whole first season is out and they released it all to my app. So I've been binge watching this show. And I fucking love it. Really? Is it? Is it that good? I think it's very entertaining. It's a. Uh, I feel like originally they tried to make it like an anthology, but that because the first three episodes are real good, and then it like kind of changes, but then they like revert back to the original storyline because that's what people liked. So some episodes are real good. Other episodes are just okay. But I like it. I've been watching a lot of it. I very much, very much enjoy it. That's good.
0: I uh, I have not had a chance to watch that yet. I'm looking forward to it. Um, mm-hmm. I, Like I said, I've been doing... Past week and a half, I've been playing catch-up on Mandalorian and playing Assassin's Creed. I did mm-hmm. re-watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy this past week. So that was fun.
1: I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy like just before Thanksgiving. I rewatched it. Uh, with one of my daughters, Eva, my oldest daughter, she had never seen them, and she watched them with me, and she she liked them. She sat down and
0: watched Lord of the Rings with you.
1: She did, but that uh, is I don't. An
0: amazing like uh that she could pay attention for that long. I had to
1: help her a lot. It's a lot to digest. It is. There are so many characters, and there's a whole lot of shit going on, and. And my wife, she hates it. Kristen really? hates, oh, she hates the Lord of the Rings movies. She says all it is is just a bunch of, lot of fucking walking in the woods. And I'm like, well, you're not wrong. You're no, not but wrong. Like,
0: that's how you travel in these kind of stories. Like,
1: I, I, how you, yeah, think Game I of,
0: how you think they traveled in Game of Thrones? They walked around the land. That's what they did. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, I think, I think Eva liked it. But she, like, she we watched all the Harry Potter movies together. And she fucking loved them. Uh, we watched all the Ghostbuster movies, all the Jurassic Park movies. Like, she's into, like, the movies that I like. We were watching Indiana Jones recently. Nice. Uh, India. She had a little trouble with Indiana Jones, too, because it's a little more advanced. But she was so... She's so into Harry Potter, man. It's, it's a little more kid-friendly. Yeah. And she just... She eats it up. So, I- like, she's at a good age. She's six. She's pretty young. But she's at a good age where she can, like, follow the movies with me. And I love it. I love it.
0: Every single time I watch Lord of the Rings and I've watched the trilogy a few times. Every every few years I'll pick it up and I'll watch the trilogy. Um, I always have to, like, I always end up Googling some weird thing about the Tolkien universe that I don't know about. Like this past one, I had to Google about the, um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the, the Twilight Shores or something like that. Wherever they go at the end of the trilogy. You know, whenever the elves disappear and Frodo and the Baggins go you They
1: they take the, the ships to the west?
0: Yeah, to the west. Land of the west. Whatever those shores are or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember the name, but I always have to Google, like, is that, like, the afterlife? Or is that, like, some, like, distant land? Or, like, what is it? And it's like, yeah, it's a little column A, column B, buddy. Like, it's just where it is. And then, like, I went down this Wikipedia rabbit hole in Lord of the Rings where it's, like in the extended story, like, there's no real extended stories afterwards, but there's, like, notes put together by, like, Tolkien, that put together by, like, his son and compendiums and things like that. And it's, like, apparently Sam ends up going to the, is granted pass to go to the shores to where Frodo is, like, when he gets older, because for, like, a very short period, he was a ring bearer. And if, for some reason, Legolas and Gimli end up, like... Getting passage there too they're allowed to go there and i'm like this is a lot
1: of shit that happens afterwards apparently <clears throat> yeah there's uh, a lot of obscure stuff that i never really was able to get through either um but hey you yeah, know there's some good scenes in that movie i i enjoy it I like the Lord of the Rings trilogy better than the Hobbit trilogy. How how do you feel? It's
0: better. That's why. The Hobbit trilogy kind of felt like, well, first of all, it's a very short book that was extended out over three movies and it didn't need to be, but it just seemed like they had access to like new technology they didn't have with Lord of the Rings. So like everything looks CGI and everything looks like weird and it's just kind of like out there and crazy. It's, It's not any good honestly it's a little good but not that good um i recently also this past week finished supernatural finally i finished the last season of that i muscled through that shit
1: is that show like
0: like dunsies oh it's done it's dunsies 100 (coughs) percent um so spoil it Did, did the brothers die are they dead okay so the last episode um they end up they end up finishing their plan basically you know the villain in the last season was god he was the villain and they end up basically taking god's powers away um and it was given basically to somebody else like a nephilim like a nephilim is like a in religion is a being born out of a um reproduction between like an angel and a human right (laughs) and so nephilim basically got all of god's powers and like took all of his powers away and made him a human and basically remade the universe to like the way it was before God was doing all his nonsense uh, in this previous season. And now God's like walking around in like human form. And there's like two, there's I, I what this... if
1: God was one of us? Yeah. Sorry. Like, <laughs> it,
0: literally. He is not one of us in this show. Um, The thing is like, there's, there's like two last episodes because there's the that episode that happened, and it kind of ends with like the that like a montage of them just kind of like driving around. There's like a you, you know the theme song to the show is like "Carry On, My Wayward Son." Yeah. Um, there's like a montage clip show at the end of that where it's like showing different clips over the past 15 season while that song is playing, and the like the last scene is them just driving off to like I think they're like driving off to the sunset in their fucking Impala. And I was like, oh, that's like the last episode. That's like a, you know, that's like a cool ending and stuff like that for people that watch the show. But then there's like one more episode after that. So I don't know if like the fans hated the episode and was like, hey, this sucks. Like, give us a new episode. So in the last episode, Dean gets killed, fight the um, short haired brother. the one, Yep. He, in case you don't know, Dean gets killed fighting uh, a group of vampires and goes to heaven and he like basically is in heaven doing like his just driving around the impala just kind of like playing music and stuff like that and it goes for like another montage segment of sam growing older and getting married and having a kid and raising his kid and then being an old man in his like deathbed at home and this and then he ends up dying and joins dean driving around the fucking woods in an impala basically so yeah, they basically die in the end. <coughs> hmm. Yeah, it was, a, it was a weird one. But I finally finished it. I'm finally done with it. I can finally say it
1: is over, finished. I muscled through it. Well, it, it, it's like when you mow the grass and you can actually like feel a sense of accomplishment when you're done. You probably feel good that you finished that series.
0: I feel good that I don't have to go back and watch that show anymore.
1: There you
0: go. Well, I'll tell you what other show we've been watching, though I know we've both been eagerly, on a weekly basis at this point, watching and talking about. It's Mandalorian talk, Scott.
1: Oh, it's time for Mando why talk. You, why
0: don't you take the lead on this one to like give a quick synopsis. Like, What did we find out in this episode? What were the big
1: points? Like, What did you like? What did you not like? <clears throat> okay, so I just want to say, before we get into this one, this episode, especially this episode, there's going to be some major, major spoilers, and uh, so so prepare yourself now. And I was thinking about it, Adam. I was thinking about our listeners. I'm like, you know, when we do our Mandalorian talk, what if we have some listeners of the show that don't that don't watch? And, and that had me scratching my head. And I want to know why why these people aren't watching. I think this show is incredible I think The Mandalorian is so great And everyone needs to watch it I think Including, The Mandalorian
0: is Really really good
1: Even they're, they're, These people are few and far between But I'm sure they do exist there may, there may be people Out there that god forbid Dare I say Are not Star Wars fans Adam what <gasps> do you think How dare you Scott I feel like this show you don't even have to be a huge Star Wars fan to enjoy this show. Hmm. I really don't think so. I don't, there are don't have so to be a many huge elements one, but you have to
0: like Star Wars to like this show.
1: I really don't think so because yes you might not geek out when uh, certain characters are introduced in the expanded universe or this that or the other thing but the whole the plot is very western and not only that like like you're introduced to baby yoda and the mandalorian and if you follow those two characters and you realize hey this mandalorian guy is trying to protect baby yoda character that's the, you don't need to know star wars for that that's a mo- that's a that's a regular plot
0: you could make that argument for season one. I think season two, it's a little different. I think there's a lot of season two that, if you have never seen like Clone Wars or any of the other movies, you might be like, um, "Okay, who's this like Ahsoka Tano chick? Like, what's going on with her?" And like, who's Ad- who's Grand Admiral Thrawn? Why should I give a shit about him? Like, we're t- we're like uh, the other dude is the main villain. It's not Thrawn. Like, what's going on? I think. This season, they brought a lot of characters in that's like... You kind of have to be a bit of a Star Wars fan at the very least. Not a geek, but a fan to be like appreciated.
1: And you'd be less confused, I think. I disagree. Because I have no idea who Grand Admiral Thrawn is. I have zero clue who that person is. I consider myself a Star Wars fan. I've seen all of the movies multiple times not once is that guy ever mentioned in any of the movies you go to the expanded the cartoon shows the video games the comic books i haven't experienced like hardly any of that i watched a little bit of rebels and a little bit of clone wars but not that much and i have no idea who this guy is zero clue and i know when they mentioned his name last week so many fanboys out there just started nutting all over their television screens because they said his name. (laughs) I wasn't like that. I I had, I don't care. Okay. They introduced another guy. Cool. Let's go get him. But at the same time, it's like, I don't need that to enjoy the show. And there's other people who, if, if you're thinking to yourself, Oh, I'm not a big star Wars fan. I, I don't know this expanded universe. I just know Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. I'm not even gonna get involved. I disagree. I think anybody could pick this show up and enjoy it.
0: I suppose, yeah. Um, I think you you can enjoy it. I I still think there's gonna be a lot of like, uh, what's like like why should I care about this? I think there's gonna be a lot of why should I care about this for the most part. Um, but we're not talking about the whole show as a whole as a thing. Let's dive into the episode itself. I got fine some, fine I, got, I know i, got I some know thoughts. okay i don't know about you i got some thoughts okay um i so we there was one big character that made their appearance finally in the show um, yeah boba fett i don't boba care. Fett. i don't care what you do boba fett is not a badass i don't care
1: I I, thought you were a big Boba Fett
0: fan. uh, No, I've been saying for the the longest time, he's such an overrated fucking character. Oh my God, Adam, I could kiss you. I've been saying forever that he's so, like everybody's like nutted all over Boba Fett's helmet because they're like, because they're like, oh my God, he's so fucking badass. and This and everything. Like he, he took a thermal detonator in the Sarlacc pit and killed it and escaped. And he's got all these adventures. And I'm like, that's not the fucking character George Lucas wrote. That is not who he is. First of all, he's a terrible bounty hunter. He's not even a good bounty hunter. Okay? Because if you go back to the Star Wars movies, yeah, he found Han Solo in the Millennium Falcon. He found where they went, but he didn't capture Han Solo. He called the Empire to come help him. He didn't do it. When it came to uh, Luke Skywalker saving Han Solo in the third movie, what the fuck was Boba Fett doing? There was like, what, five people total fighting? uh and that whole thing and boba fett like gets accidentally killed because blind han solo smacks his jetpack and, and it goes off and he falls into yep. this fucking sarlacc bit fuck you boba fett is not a badass character and this absolutely this episode kind of irritated me a little bit because this entire series uh din Djarin, the mandalorian the mando himself has been a total fucking badass He's been able to, like, get out of scrapes. He's been able to fight these Empire guys. He's been able to get uh, bounties left, right, and center. And it, that's what we've known him for, like, a season and a half so far. And all of a sudden, now that Boba Fett is in the show, they've written Din Djarin in this entire episode as not a badass at all. Like, he's fucking – like, he's – I'm not going to say he's fucking up, but he's, like – he's shoot, he's not, like, taking down all these soldiers – like he's he's standing fennec came back which is cool i I liked her she's a cool character um but he's like taking shots for her as they're trying to fire but they're being backed in a corner by fucking stormtroopers fucking stormtroopers back them in a corner he's not doing any of it no they wrote they wrote mando as a terrible character in this one so that it seems like boba fett is a better character he is not shut up i don't care what you say boba fett sucks
1: Wow, I am so impressed with that rant. I thought I was going to come on here and give my whole long rant and spiel about why I think <laughs> Boba Fett sucks. And I was ready. I was ready to trigger you. I want to hear your rant. Let's do it. I was. I thought you were going to give me so much shit because everybody is on Boba Fett's nuts. And here's what I'm going to say. In the entire Star Wars universe Boba Fett is the second most overrated character only second to Darth Maul Um, who is the most overrated character in the entire saga yes I will yes
0: I will I won't fight your opinion that he's an overrated character but i will fight your opinion that he's the most over that he's somehow above boba fett at least darth maul we saw him do a lot of badass shit we saw him do a lot of badass stuff we didn't see boba fett do one badass thing in either of the two movies he was in i don't care he at least darth maul had like that badass jedi versus sith fight between qui-gon jinn obi-wan and him you but know. that's
1: all he has.
0: And, and Boba Fett that's... has nothing though. That's my point. Boba Fett has nothing. So that's why he's the most overrated character.
1: Boba Fett is very overrated and I don't like <laughs> how I don't like how everybody jerks off over him. And everybody jerks off over over Darth Maul too. He and I don't I don't see either of those two characters as being a big deal. Now, I jerk off to Han Solo. Han Solo is Hands down, without a doubt, my favorite character in the entire saga. He's an accidental fuck up that is able to succeed, and that's his character. He's he so plays it. awesome.
0: Like he Han accidentally Solo is succeeds so left and right. Awesome.
1: Yeah. And I just don't see the love affair with <laughs> with Darth Maul and Boba Fett. And and we talked about this when season one, when season one of the Mandalorian first came out. You and I were like. Alright, what's the deal here? Is Boba Fett gonna make an appearance? Because I felt like Boba Fett should have died in the Snarlack Pit. That should have been the end of him. But oh no, he was such a popular character, so some fan fiction... And this is my problem with George, and this might not be a bad thing, but... I love George Lucas. I think he's a brilliant, brilliant person. He created this universe of Star Wars, and it's incredible. It has given us so much joy. But here's the issue with George Lucas. Take this as a pro, take it as a con, take it as you will. He's also arguably the biggest Star Wars fan there is. He, 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 crea- has to be... he created this universe, and he is a big fucking geek about it. So much so that after the original trilogy came out, after... Return of the Jedi, and there was a big gap before we got the prequel trilogy. There was so much fan made shit, whether it was novels or comics or whatever. George Lucas like deep dived into that stuff. And he loved the, he encouraged the fan made shit for Star Wars. You don't see much of that. Like, yeah. you don't see other direct, you don't see James Cameron out there saying, hey, Come on, fans, make some Terminator shit. You don't see Ridley Scott saying, Come on, fans, let's do the next Alien movie. No, they don't do that because that's, it's theirs. It's because he's the ultimate fanboy. The ultimate but fanboy. But George Lucas welcomed yeah. anybody in anything, no matter how awful. Like, if he liked something, he stole from it. Because it was fair game. Yeah. And the fans didn't care. They're like, awesome. George Lucas liked my comic I wrote on the back of a beverage napkin. And I like Boba Fett. I don't want Boba <laughs> Fett to die in the fucking Snarlak pit. So let me write in my mom's basement on, on cue cards that he had a thermal detonator and escaped the Snarlak pit. And fucking George Lucas is like, sick. I'm going to make that a thing. That didn't need to happen. That shouldn't have happened. When Darth Maul gets chopped in half and he falls down the reactor coil... That should have been the end of him. He should have died. You're
0: there. But oh
1: no. They gotta bring these fucking a-holes back from the dead. Give them motherfucking robot legs. And some <laughs> backstory about how you lose your armor to a Jawa. Fuck all that shit, man. They're, they did their thing. They died. Bringing Darth Maul back completely makes Qui-Gon's death irrelevant. Yeah, which made, is which is horse shit.
0: I mean, it does but like in fairness Qui-Gon is didn't die killing Darth Maul. Obi-Wan killed him, so allegedly. So um I will I will say this in the or the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, Bob Fett did definitely look like a badass character. Like when you saw the armor, you were like, "Oh, this is going to be a badass dude. Like they're going to have to fuck with this guy and it's going to be it's going to be great." He went out like a bitch though. That's the <laughs> point. he was written as a bad character. And I don't care what you, you can look at this episode and say, oh, did you see like what he was doing with that? Like that, like spear staff thing that he had. He was fucking up stormtroopers. It's so bad. How you can say he's not badass? It's so badass. No, you can't. They just wrote him like that. That's not the character at all. It would be like if in the next episode, Jar Jar Binks makes an appearance, but he's got a double bladed blue lightsaber and he's fucking up people left and right. You would say that's fucked up. Like, that's not Jar Jar Binks. That's not who we are. Well, guess what? This isn't what Boba Fett is either. He's a fucking, he's a failure is what he is. He's a failure that didn't do anything in the Star Wars universe. Not a one. <coughs> now, if 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 he, if he had captured Han Solo in Cloud City, that would have been a different story if he was the one to actually do the capturing and he was the one that put him in carbonite and took him, then we would have had a different story. Then he'd be like, oh, fucking Boba Fett fended off uh, fucking Chewie and Han Solo and captured him and, and escaped the Jedi. Like, then we would have had a fucking story. But no, he didn't do any of that nonsense. Fuck you and the Boba Fett that you wrote in on.
1: Fuck you and the slave one you wrote in on. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I couldn't remember the name of the ship. Um, But Boom. Mando's ship is destroyed. An- What the fuck? Yeah. I love that ship. That ship was so cool.
1: (coughs) God damn it. But, uh, what else I was going to say about Boba Fett here? Technically, Boba Fett, and and they did, they did talk about this in the episode. Technically, Boba Fett isn't even a Mandalorian. No. His his father, Jango Fett, was a Mandalorian. That was a badass. That was a badass right there. But, he was a disgraced Mandalorian. He was banished, and that's why he made a deal with the the Kaminos in the Outer Rim, the the Cloners, yeah. and that's why he was like living in luxury on this on fucking Camino, just giving up some DNA in the most fun like,
0: way possible.
1: <laughs> like he like he was just hanging out. He was wearing like a feng shui like silk. Dude was living the high life
0: just for ejaculating in a test tube.
1: Really? Yeah. Like he just got the nut every day. (laughs) He just got to jerk off every day. Yeah. Like they, like they gave him space Pornhub, and that, (laughs) and he got paid big bucks for that. (laughs) Like that's my point. Like whatever, whatever, man. So, and I do like a cool thing that they did was the same actor. They did get the same actor, which I thought was pretty, pretty rad. Yeah,
0: because he. Uh, I mean, it's really because. Technically, the person that uh, Boba Fett is like looks the same as the rest of the clone troopers, which, mm-hmm. is, which is really cool, which means we can probably we could probably get that same actor to come back and play as like a clone trooper, because there was one clone trooper that escaped with the Tano, who she freed from like the Order 66 mind fuckery. And so like they kind of fled together so that I can't remember his name. Um, but he was one of the big ones in the Clone Wars. So we could actually get him to uh, come back as a different character. Like, and that'll be interesting, too, if they do something like that.
1: Yeah, there's not too many clone troopers left at this point. I'm going to go with, like, Mo- maybe Zero at this Maybe point. Zero. Yeah, There's uh, they're all Stormtroopers at this point. And the Stormtroopers are not clones. Yeah. So that's that's the difference. But... Uh, uh, the other
0: big thing that happened in this episode baby yoda was taken grogu has been taken
1: yeah what's Moth get moff gideon got his hands on grogu which but
0: at the end we did get to see some badass force using shit when grogu was throwing those two stormtroopers around in the cell and force choking them and shit like that like oh you fuckers mm-hmm. you took me away
1: from my daddy yeah yeah that was like like it was kind of a like everybody is jerking off about Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, and you and I talked about this. We thought se- season one he was expected to make an appearance, yeah. and he never he never did, and he finally did. We knew this was coming, but fuck all the Boba Fett shit. I'm over it. Yeah. The fuck fact that, that shit. the fact that Grogu got captured Any and he's forced fact- choking people just. Mm he's in trouble he needs to be rescued and the fact that the razor crest was destroyed yeah those were the those were the two big what's for me in that episode the razor is such a good
0: fuck it was it was the coolest ship, and they went and destroyed it in the middle of season two there's something else i want to talk about too about the show in general it seems like i don't know i don't i can't remember how much of this was in season one but in season two we're not getting the same timed episodes that we you would usually get in a series Like, last episode, not this past one, the one before it, with uh, Ahsoka Tano, that was, Mm -hmm. like, a 45, 50-minute episode. This one was just shy of, like, 35, 36 minutes, which I'm I'm glad they're not, like, just putting filler in it. But at the same time, I'm like, can we get, like, some consistency? Because I want more Mando. Like, make him 45 minutes long,
1: bitch. (sighs) Yeah. I hate having to wait a week yeah do you think next
0: episode is gonna be the last episode or are they gonna have a couple more i don't know how many are in this season
1: i don't know i don't know i i don't think i think there's gonna be several episodes before it's over
0: i'm wondering when he did his little mind uh meld or his little force power thing at the top of that temple i'm wondering if he was able to contact like another jedi and are we gonna see some like Really mm. cool jedi that's like out there somewhere like come
1: i have a theory i have a theory
0: i really hope that they're not going to try to shoehorn uh luke skywalker to this they have the technology. so that's my theory that's my theory my god i hope not give me give me one of the adam other... there's like there's like no jedi left there are jedi left out there they're just like not like isn't isn't the dude from rebels the dude that was like the jedi and that one the young kid isn't he still around too Ezra? Yeah, isn't that his name? Isn't he fucking still around doing shit? He ne- he's like Ahsoka. He never did the trials, did he? No, but he he didn't. I I only saw like the first like five episodes of Rebels. So I don't know, but like, wasn't he being taught by like a former Jedi? Wasn't he like yeah, learning uh, the
1: ways uh, of the Force? Uh, t- uh, oh, <coughs> his name escapes me. But yeah, but he I, I I never finished Rebels either. I actually really liked it, but I didn't finish it. He, I. My th- The fan theory. This is what I've read. I've read some things. There is an actor whose name escapes me. And I saw a picture of what he looks like. Dude, if he is not the fucking spitting image of a young Mark Hamill, it's uncanny. And this guy is cast. They didn't announce who he was playing. But this person is going to be in Mandalorian. And it's like, okay. So, looks like Luke... <laughs> Is going to be the guy who uh, finds Grogu. I hope not. I
0: I'm kind of like with a lot of other people that say stuff like this. I'm I'm kind of like ready to get away from all the Skywalker stories. I'm ready to like they've had their time. They've finished with Darth Vader and the Emperor, and then the last movie. They've all had their time. I'm
1: done with the Skywalker story. I'm ready to move but on from that nonsense. Adam, the Skywalker lineage. Is the basis of the Star Wars universe. I know,
0: and we've had nine movies of that shit so far. Move on. The Star Wars is a whole universe. Like, let's move on. You know who I would would be interested in seeing? Um, Who? And I, I have not finished the game yet, so I don't know if this can possibly happen, but if this character is still alive in this universe, I would love to see Cal Kestis. You, you came, the last time you came over to watch me or to uh, do the podcast, mm-hmm. you watched me play a little bit of that Star Wars Fallen Order game. I would like yeah. to see that guy. That would be cool if they brought, if they then extended to be like, okay, we brought a Tano from Clone Wars. Now we're going to bring this character from this video game that is an actual actor who plays the character. I'm right. Bring him into the uh, Mandalorian and he'll be the one that comes and maybe teaches me uh, Grogu. That actor, he was also in the show Gotham. Yeah, he played, um, like, the Joker, I guess. Yeah, he's
1: he's really good. He's, he's good. Really I li- good.
0: I like him a lot. And, he's
1: really cool. And the character, Cal, in the video game looks so much like him. Oh, yeah. He did, mo- they this did, a, he did
0: motion capture for it. So.
1: Right, and they did a really nice job with that. So they could definitely bring that character into the live action. But again, me- he didn't... He did not complete the trials, right? Okay,
0: well, maybe he's also maybe he's dead at the end of the game. I haven't finished the game. I don't know. Maybe he gets killed. I think you confront Darth Vader at some point in the game. I don't know, but um, no, he didn't. He he. But he was he was an apprentice. It, like you, occasionally, like when you get new abilities in the game, like to relearn his abilities, you go through like this. He has like a flashback to when he was like a little kid. Being trained as a Jedi, and he was an apprentice. Like he was a pa- mm-hmm. he was a padawan. He was just never a full Jedi. So he so was training. training so of... Katana, yeah, but like she, but she left the order. It's not like she was a padawan and didn't finish training. She straight up left. Like I know you didn't finish the series, but she left mm-hmm. the order before she could even get to that status. He didn't leave the order. Order sixty six happened, and he was forced out. But he never left the order, and he was a padawan at the time. So he has like lightsaber training and all other nonsense. So, like, maybe at the end of the... Maybe in sometime middle of the game... I mean, the whole game is about trying to rebuild the Jedi Order by finding, like, the this, like, list of Force-sensitive kids in the universe or something like that. So maybe he is considered a Jedi. I don't know. <coughs> that would be cool. I think that would be way cooler than Luke Skywalker. Fuck that shit. It would be... Great writing, I guess you could say, because Luke Skywalker Nash trains this baby Yoda, even though he was trained by the Big Yoda himself. So I guess you could say that would be decent writing. I don't know.
1: But how come there was no talk of a Jedi Grogu when we saw Luke training um, Ben Solo? Because because they're not going to
0: they're going to be smart and they're not going to write luke skywalker into it like that that's why they're gonna be smart okay. and not do that because then they got to answer those questions that's why. okay <laughs> all right uh i think we talked enough about that it's it's still a good show if you're not on mandalorian i don't know what you're doing with your time
1: all right so let's do it adam let's get into our favorite segment of the week coercive cinema Coercive uh, cinema so basically if you're new to the show I give Adam a movie that I've seen that he's never seen before. And he gives me a movie that I've never seen before. And we have to watch them and report back and talk about it. And it's basically a way to get each other to watch movies that we've always wanted each other to see. Yeah. So, so to remind everybody,
0: you, what, do, uh, what did you have to watch?
1: So you gave me the movie Stranger Than Fiction uh, starring Will Ferrell. And I had never seen this before. Honestly, I don't ever remember hearing about it before. I gotta be honest. I was... It was different. It was not a typical comedy. It it was very different from the likes of other Will Ferrell movies. It's almost like a rom-com. Yeah, it had some rom-coms. But there was like an ongoing joke in the movie where, Is it a comedy? Is it a tragedy? Is it a comedy? Is it a tragedy? I'm leaning a little bit more toward tragedy with this movie. A little bit. By the way, yeah. and uh, So basically, uh, Will Ferrell plays this character who starts hearing voices. He's a very vanilla person. You know, he works for the IRS. He's like an accountant. And, you know, his life is boring and it sucks. And he starts hearing voices that are narrating his everyday life. And it turns out... uh, his life is a novel being written by uh an author, uh Emma Thompson, who I love. Yeah. She is writing the story and she writes tragedies and she basically it's he's gonna die at the end. They fi- they find this out, but Yeah, this it's, author it's just like so all strange of, all
0: her in every book she's ever written, the character always dies in the end just in different ways. <clears throat> That that's kind of like her shtick, I guess you would say.
1: Um, yeah, but there's a love interest that he's introduced to, and it's Maggie Gyllenhaal, who's an absolute babe in it. Oh yeah, uh, love her. But uh, the the part I really liked, uh, Dustin Hoffman is in the movie. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen Dustin Hoffman for quite a while. He got. He got Me Too'd pretty hard. Oh, did he? And yeah, and his career is pretty much At this over. Point, it's, it's
0: 2020. Who's not getting Me Too'd these days?
1: Well, he got Me Too'd. And it's unfortunate because I always enjoyed him as an actor. It's a shame that he turned out to be a scumbag in real life, but it is what it is. Uh, this was pre Me Too movement. This movie, what did we say, 2006? Yeah, 2006 is so, when this movie came out. Yeah, so this movie, this movie happened a while back. And um, I like Dustin Hoffman's character. He played a literature professor that Will Ferrell's character sought for help. And um, just, just a really strange premise for a movie. Yeah, that, the,
0: uh, the premise is basically he's hearing a voice in his head that's kind of like narrating his life. And it's in yes. like the, the voice is the voice of the author. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's 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 one of those classic little that kind of drives him crazy a little bit. He's like, what's going on? Is it my toothbrush talking to me? Am I going crazy? What?
1: Yeah, (coughs) um, of course, there's a lot of people who think he's crazy, but he's not. He's actually hearing a real person narrate the story. He seeks help from Dustin Hoffman's character, which then he finds out who the narrator actually is, who's writing this book, finds her. He's able to introduce himself to her and you know, there were some parts that I didn't like, like the whole premise of Dustin Hoffman reading the book and saying you have to. He's like, you have to yeah, die. Yeah,
0: that, that was I, I
1: remember that part like like this is her masterpiece. I don't think you realize how important this is. You have to die. And then after a while, Will Ferrell's like, OK, I guess I have to die i'm like it's a fucking book like a human being does not need to die yeah like, this that's that ab- <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that was a little like much uh
0: when yes. it comes to the storytelling because they both read in wilfer is like and it, but it's like it's if it was believable it would have been an emotional scene well like he went to her at the end and was like you have just you have to finish your book i i read it and you know what it's it's a masterpiece it's you know, it's it's your legacy, like, you know, it's it's okay, you know, blah 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 blah. And I'm, if I was I'd be like, um, yeah, it's a good book. Don't fucking kill me. Right. I just and- started hooking up with this girl that I was, you know, auditing at this
1: bakery shop, like, don't kill me. Right? His life has sucked up until very recently. Things are just starting to go good for him, and now he finds out he has to die, and he's 100% okay with it because it's going to be a very amazing book. Yeah, fuck all that. And thank God, Emma Thompson, who's the actual author, she comes to the realization where she's the one that's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to change how the story ends, (laughs) and he's just going to get a really big boo-boo he's not going to die and then when he he does that
0: but he gets hit by a bus like he she writes him up as a hero because he gets hit by a bus saving a kid
1: right and and dustin hoffman's like well you changed the ending and you know it was a masterpiece but now it's it's just okay and her response was and you know what i'm okay with it just being okay as long as we can save his life yeah and i'm like thank you thank you for being the voice of reason you can just make it a good book and not an amazing book and not fucking kill somebody yeah
0: exactly um i will say the movie did something really interesting i remember where um i watched it (coughs) recently so I, i have it kind of fresh in my memory where it did this thing where it was following other characters every now and then it would like shoot over to another character like there was this this um, woman that's mm-hmm. trying to get a job and there's this kid that's riding his bike. And mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie, I, I don't know about you, but I kind of felt like, uh, so what's, what's going on with these characters? Like, yep. what's, what's the dealio? And it kind of all comes together at the end. She's the driver of the bus that hits him and he's the kid that like falls in front of it that welfare has to save. So yep. I thought that was an interesting way of writing it, which is pretty yep.
1: cool. So, yeah, I, uh, I thought it was a unique movie, but I didn't love it. It was just yeah definitely not your
0: classic will ferrell that we see now
1: definitely no not, not at all it's not more, at all
0: he did more acting than like joke telling in this whole movie so um okay so we will move on to me and my pick that you chose for me was congo yes known as planet of the apes 2 <laughs> um, that's that basically what it should have been called Congo, I, I can be honest with you I enjoyed it, I, I liked it I thought it was interesting um, <laughs> so what was up with Winston's <laughs> fake British accent oh, Ernie Hudson Yeah. what is up with that okay. fake ass British accent that he was rolling in that entire oh. movie I was like, what is this nonsense
1: <clears throat> it doesn't sound like it
0: so <laughs> Um, So
1: I wanted to bring something up here. Uh, This movie is a book written by Michael Crichton. Yes. who, Who wrote Jurassic Park and Westworld. And Jurassic Park came out in 1993. Steven Spielberg. And it was just like a most acclaimed film. Like it made billions. It was it was it was perfect. Jurassic Park is a perfect movie. This came out in '96, three years later, and they tried to capture lightning in a bottle again. And heavens, did they not do that? Yeah, this was the <laughs> mid this was the
0: mid '90s when you know destabilizing and destroying the environment in the jungle was okay. It, there's no problem. We're gonna shoot a bunch of you know watchdog gorillas. It's got no problem whatsoever. Like they the the at one point in the movie. Um, Laura Linney's character sets up like turret guns around their yeah. camp so that like they can shoot anything on sight and I'm like what is this fucking movie
1: yeah wow. like it's so wild it's like that's the most American thing I'm gonna set up an automatic machine gun on a tripod and it picks up movement and just sprays bullets into the jungle yeah like that is the most American thing I've
0: ever it seen it kind of is yeah um dylan uh dylan wash i was in it i liked him tim curry i love love me a little tim curry he is you
1: you talk about bad accents tim curry's accent was atrocious
0: but it's so bad that it's good though like it's (laughs) that's the difference though like it seemed like it seemed like ernie hudson um was trying to do a good british accent like he was being very serious tim curry knows that accent is not good but he still pulls it off (laughs) because it's funny and he's just a funny dude. Like, he's not like a classic comedy guy. But when you watch him, even when he says something serious, like the lost city of Zinji or whatever, like, yeah, he's like oh, that's so hilarious. That fucking accent. Um,
1: Tim Curry plays a philanthropist rich guy from Eastern Europe, like or Romania Soviet Union. or some shit like that. So, uh, yeah. And uh, he had a crazy name. I can't even his name. I can't, don't remember it's, right uh, now. But Herkimer Homoka. He his accent it. was his accent was supposed to be Eastern European, and he just did such a bad job. And there's one scene that has become a meme. I've seen it used as a meme where it's Tim Curry like maniacally laughing in the <laughs> jungle with a bad accent laugh. It's from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. When, <laughs>
0: Um, oh man. They did my boy Bruce Campbell a little dirty in this movie.
1: They did him dirty. And, and you know what I wanted to talk about this. Actually, Bruce Campbell, I, I've list, I love Bruce Campbell me too. I've listened to, I've listened to him on lots of podcasts and interviews with him and he talks about this movie. He is so angry. He was cut. He had so many more lines and roles. He was actually billed as one of the stars of this movie. And they cut pretty much his whole character out of the movie. Why? He does not know because the movie was like ridiculously over budget and they had to like cut it down. It was so long. So they're just like, okay, well, he wasn't supposed to be dead when they find him in the jungle. I was hoping he would make a comeback. I was- <laughs> I, I, I yeah. spent
0: the entire movie, when they found the city, when they were going through the jungle, I spent the entire he movie, didn't like, even. Bruce Campbell's coming, he's gonna come, he's gonna have a chainsaw or some shit like that, he's gonna come flying through the woods, hacking off gorillas' heads
1: or some shit. So, Bruce Campbell, he went to the premiere and didn't know he was cut to the point where it was. Dude, that's dirty as fuck. But that's he terrible. did say, he did say it's partially his fault. Because there was a screening before it was screened to the public that he just didn't do. No, oh. but he did. Like it, he left the he left the theater when the screening was happening. It, oh, it's it's such a fun thing. It's such a fun thing that they cut him out as bad as they That's did. That's And To this bleeding. day, ah. he talks about this movie about how bad it was done.
0: Name name one thing Bruce Campbell's done that you don't like him in Disney. I'll, I'll wait. Not really. I'm not gonna <laughs> wait because the answer is nothing. I I don't think I've ever seen Bruce Campbell in anything that I've been like that. I hate his performance. Like, he... Everything. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, I'd say it was a good movie. I will say this. This did do something really cool. um, They did something that wasn't even really like a backstory. They managed to write atmosphere very well. Like, from the moment of... like they land in this African country and they're trying, they're getting off the plane and the airport gets taken over because the regime has changed and the president's car has been like blown up and they, they do this thing really cool where they just building atmosphere, but they're telling the story where you in like probably like 2020, if they made this movie, there would be a lot more um, of the script written towards like what's going on in the state of the country at this time. Like, what's going on between, like, I think it's like Zaire and some other country. Like, what's going on? What's the politics going on with this? They didn't bother with any of that nonsense. They were just like, yeah, shit's happening in the background and we got to get around it, but that's not the movie you're watching. Like, at one point, they're in a plane and they have to jump out of the plane because they're crossing the border and they're shooting, like, heat seeking missiles at the plane. And so they got to jump out. But there's no, like, resolution to that story. It's like, that's not the story you're hearing, it's just, like, background. And I thought that was pretty cool. <clears throat> I also kind of appreciate in the movie that it didn't take them 20 minutes to like get into the movie. It almost immediately started. like immediately started with Bruce Campbell getting attacked by gorillas. And then it goes to Amy the gorilla, the sign language gorilla. And it's like, boom, we're on the plane and we're heading over to this country. It's like, boom, there we go. If this were made again in 2020, it would be like a solid 45 minutes before they were even mm-hmm. in Africa doing anything. So I did like that, Um, but I thought it was a pretty, it was a pretty good mindless action flick. Like there was no, like I said, there was just like no resolution for anything, anything. It was like, they showed up, boom, gorillas there, boom, they shoot the gorillas. There's no, they figure out like, kind of like what the gorillas were, like the people that found this lost city where they were at, like use the gorillas as like guard dogs, apparently. And for some reason, over the centuries, they've kind of like, as they've birthed and died, they've been training themselves to be guard dogs of the city. I don't know, I don't get it, but it doesn't matter because they had gorillas jumping into lava. Who cares?
1: <laughs> the movie is a mess. It is. It is. It is an absolute mess. That's and a, it was. That, that's it a, was built. It was built as this. High end, big budget blockbuster, huge follow up to Jurassic Park. It's like this ain't and your daddy's uh, uh, Planet of the Apes. It just horrifically missed that mark. But let me just tell you, it is a guilty pleasure of mine.
0: Oh, she pulls out a fucking laser <laughs> and starts cutting gorillas in half left and right. Oh, like, shit. holy shit! Like there is a laser beam that her company is like invented because they're, they're a communications company that invented a fucking uh, Star Wars blaster and it's like a like a Death Star ray and it's just cutting fucking gorillas in half left and right and I'm like what is, what is going on and then. It, when the volcano goes off you had gorillas literally jumping into the lava they weren't trying to get away from it they weren't trying to jump over it they were leaping into the lava, and i was like oh my
1: god this movie there's people listening to how we're talking about this movie right now and they're like volcanoes and lasers and killer gorillas
0: like africa and militias and
1: Fucking like, like talking gorillas, is, and doing sign it language. Is, it is all over the place. It is, and it is. It is fun. It is fun. It, it is
0: fun. I will say that <laughs> don't don't try. Don't go into this trying to make sense of the movie. You won't. You'll
1: fail. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's a bad movie, but guilty pleasure. I find it very fun. And if you haven't seen this movie, it's it's an entertaining watch. It's on HBO. Check it out. Congo. All right. It is time to pick
0: next week's Coercive Cinema movie, Scott. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. My pick for you, and I have just looked it up as of tonight. Uh, It is on Netflix. It is the movie Nightcrawler starring
1: Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. You know what? I added this movie to my list a while ago. I thought, oh, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I was just talking about his sister Maggie Gyllenhaal tonight. Yeah. Um, I like him. I added it to my list, but I've never watched it, so
0: I'm going to check it out. Spoilers, I enjoy this movie a lot. I thought it was a really good flick. So Okay. Um, but that's my pick. Again, on Netflix, Nightcrawler.
1: Okay, and like I said, I've been really into HBO lately because I just got the app back. I've been watching a ton of it. So I'm going to stick with giving you a movie from HBO. Okay. And it is a movie that I talk about all the time. I love this movie and I quote it and mention it quite a bit. And you've never seen it. And I've always wanted you to see it. It just came out on HBO. I want you to watch the movie Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh boy. That's right. <laughs>
0: All right, so it's Snow White and the Huntsman for me on HBO and mm-hmm. on Netflix, Nightcrawler for Scott. Yes. If you want to get a hold of For Your Distraction and you want to let us know, hey, get mm. off my talking gorillas. I love those things. Or if you want to say, boom, well, that's my boy. Email me for your distraction at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter. Search for your distraction at podcast F.Y.D. We are on SoundCloud, and we are on Twitter. or I said Twitter already. Sorry about that. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. My bad. SoundCloud and iTunes. Search for distraction. We're also on Spotify and Google Play. Search podcast FYD. We're a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. You can also find it on YouTube on the Movie Guys Podcast. See, I believe he still uploads them on YouTube. I'm not sure. I haven't checked in a while. Get yes me, as far as
1: i know he does i've watched i've listened to them watched them recently
0: we are still a member of the electronic media collective head over to electronicmediacollective.com and listen to us on there also i've note i checked it recently our episodes are i don't know if they are now i have to go back and check but they are not fully up to date on the emc uh, there were some technical difficulties so i've emailed the person that runs that network and Hopefully the problem is fixed now, so the episode should still be up there now, up to date. I checked it two days ago, and they were all on. Okay, so I—I I, it's been a couple of days since I've emailed them, so that must be updated at this point. Yeah. So yeah, head over to the MC and check that out. <laughs>